want to welcome you back to the Duck Pond Wall, a show here on WEHCFM, where we get to sit down with a graduate and talk to somebody who's doing some cool stuff. And today, y'all, I'm nervous. I'm nervous today because my guest is Josh Mancuso, and he's kind of famous. Emory Henry class of 2003. How you doing, Josh? I'm doing good. good. Thanks for having me. Kind of is the, is the, is the key word Kind of. Yeah, yeah, I didn't want to full-blown. Like you, already no. talked, you already said you had a big head and your Emory hat might not fit you. So, That's you right. know, I didn't want to say too much. <laughs> so, here's, so here's how this happened. A few years ago, we did a story on you for the yep. webpage, for the alumni webpage, because somebody said to me, hey, you know, Josh is a filmmaker and he's cool and you should do a story. So we did. Yep. A couple of months ago. Once again, somebody said to me, do you know what Josh Mancuso is doing? And I said, well, based on your level of excitement, I, I don't have a, I've missed a chapter. What's going on? And they were just giddy with all this cool stuff that you're doing. And I don't even know how to categorize what you're doing right now. You're like a comedian, yeah. but it's all based in like sports world. How do you tell people what you do right now? It, you know, it's tough. You know, my, my family asked, like when people ask me what, what you do, what do I tell them? I'm like, just make something up, you know, just say whatever you want. Um, yeah, I usually say you know, I'm an actor, filmmaker, and comedian. So, you know, I act in some commercials, some films, uh, some TV shows, and then uh, working on making my own films uh, as well as a filmmaker. And then a comedian, yeah, I you know, just spend a lot of time doing social media comedies, a little bit of stand-up comedy. So, yeah, just kind of, just kind of spreading my fingers out into all of the entertainment industry and, and seeing where I fit best and just uh, having a good time doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's in, I love that you called it social media comedy because that really yeah. is kind of a thing now. I mean, it, yeah. I, I tease the students all the time that it seems like everybody has a job now that was not a job when I graduated. Right. And it's fascinating to sort of <laughs> see how you all are finding your way in this world, social yeah. media comedy. Yeah, it gives, it gives folks like me, comedians, like uh, a platform, I mean, that we wouldn't normally have right especially if you don't live you know i don't currently live in uh, a major city where there's uh, a huge entertainment industry or there's a huge uh there's stand-up comedians at, at every comedy club right you know on the block uh, so it's just a platform it's a way for for people who have this this type of passion this talent they want to be able to get it out to the world to do it so uh yeah i've been able to to kind of harness that Really, just over the past year, it's just kind of blown up. And uh, the sports stuff, I, I kind of fell into it a little bit as yeah. I just started thinking, oh, man, I love sports. Um, and I love to just kind of start making some videos around sports. Uh, so I did one video, you know, <laughs> and uh, everybody was like, oh, my gosh, you need to do more. I was like, all right. So I guess I, I guess I'm going to do more sports comedy because that's what that's what people want. So that's yeah. That's so what was your first one? Was it the one the fake press conference with the new? That was the first one. Yeah, the new head coach at Tennessee, Coach Lance Decker. Um, and uh, that was the first one, yes. And that was a couple years ago. And you it, had, that had like 209,000 views, I looked. Did, oh, you counted. Good I job. Totally, you. I totally stalked you. Yeah. You're yeah. famous. You can be stalked now. I can be stalked, mm-hmm. yes. Um, you could work on my Wikipedia page if you want. All right. Well. So that was how I first got into it. And then I kind of took a little bit of a break from doing the comedy. I did do a couple here and there, non-sports related. And then 2022, summer, Late summer, I started getting back into some sports, and I did the uh, the first college mascot video I did was the Auburn Tigers, okay, the War Eagle, and uh, <laughs> the confusion between the the Tigers and the Eagles there. So that's how I kind of got back into sports, and yeah, it took off from there. And then I was okay. Well, I guess I'm going to keep doing 
these because people like them. Well, the other thing is it dawned on me because I was, you know, looking at all these you know, thousands of views that you got. And if you go yeah. to a comedy club, you're not going to get thousands of people in yeah, there. Exactly. Most comedy yeah. clubs don't hold thousands of people. And right. so, you know, unless you're doing Rupp Arena or something, right. you know, you're <laughs> not going to get that many eyeballs on what you're doing. Yeah. So how cool that you figured out a way to to get your, your, your message out, your comedy out to like a bigger crowd, really. Yeah. Social media is the worst and best thing to ever happen Isn't it? to our culture. I, it's it's a crazy dichotomy. And um, there's times when I'm just like, ah, I can't stand social media. But it provides such an opportunity for people like me to, to get their work out there. So, yeah, you, you're right. Most people wouldn't see me live because uh, they just they live in different cities. But right. I reach people all over the country right. uh, now and uh, have an opportunity to have even uh, big name people who might – follow you or, 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 you know, or, or like my stuff that normally wouldn't see it. Have right? they, do you have some, you have some big fans, don't you? Well, there's, there's, I mean, there's a few, there's a lot of them in the sports world, you know, primarily right. just because they, they know my stuff and they started watching it. So just, just some NFL players or some college athletes that, that follow me. And I like that um, you just brush that off, you know, some NFL players, just some, <laughs> some major league baseball you know, players. Yeah. Right. Whatever. Yeah. It's always cool when you see that they're following you and I'm like, well, no, I, well, I follow you. <laughs> I follow you. You don't follow me. Like, you know, so yeah, that's been interesting. Yeah, Just to sort of categorize or, or to give people a sense of what you do, you basically are talking to yourself. You dress up in the... the All day. Out, the <laughs> Because your wife's tired of you, so you know. <laughs> so you base up. You'll dress up in the you know the, the shirts or whatever for yeah. different teams, and then you'll smack talk yep. yourself basically. But you'll smack talk the other team. That's right. I'm a grown up. I'm a grown man who talks to myself yeah. for a living. Yeah. yeah, but they're hysterical and and they're fast. And that's the other thing. Yeah. I I maybe confess to having a little shorter attention span after yeah. the pandemic. And you managed yeah. to get all this done in like. I mean, they're short. I noticed yeah. that they're all your new stuff is much shorter. Than that first video you yeah, did. Yeah, I've gotten shorter with each one, and um, I've just kind of started tightening them up a little bit. A lot of that is is the um, restrictions for, like, Facebook Reels. It's oh. got to be 60 seconds or less. Mm. YouTube Reels got to be 60 seconds or less. And so Instagram is 90 seconds. So, yeah, I started tightening it up a little bit. And I do enjoy doing, like, that fast-paced style. Yeah. It's, you have to watch it two or three times sometimes to, like, catch everything. Yeah. Um, so that's how I get extra views, right? It's like, oh. oh smart. Yeah. Well, I, I did that. Yeah. You're right. I, I just, just thought of that. I've never thought of that before, so it's not an actual strategy. Well, that, well it's a good strategy <laughs> because you're right. I've watched the one, the ball thing. I'm wearing my t-shirt today because the ball one I was absolutely my favorite Go one. balls baby <laughs> because randy and his blue what is it he's a blue tick coon hound dog named Smokey. but anyway but you know <laughs> that just completely cracked me up and so i did watch yeah. it more than one time because and i was like how how many tens of people can i forward this to and i can't imagine how many forwards you get off of everything that you're doing yeah it's been a while to see um and to meet people that have seen my videos yeah and, and you know you don't really realize the the uh, reach that it has, but it's it's been it's been pretty surreal. Um, Tell me this: yeah. there has to be a line somewhere, and I don't know if you draw it or somebody else draws it. But how do you keep from ticking people off? Because people get <laughs> serious about that stuff. First yeah. of all, do you write everything down ahead of time and figure out? Okay, these are the jokes I'm yeah. going to use, and I'm getting rid of those. Or yes, do you just do it I do. No, I, I write a script every, for every video. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, Sometimes I go off the cuff a little bit. Yeah. If I think of something in, in the middle of it. Yeah. Uh, but see, if, if I've already recorded the parts for 
one character, and then I think of something new for the second character, well, now I'm going to have to go back and record a reaction or something. So I try not to improv too much. I just stick to the script and, mm-hmm. and knock it out. So you sort of edit yourself a little bit as you're going along. Mm-hmm. So where's the line? Where do you, how do you do this so that you don't manage to like offend people in such a way that they're not going to come back? Yeah. It's not been too big of a struggle, to be honest with you. I think that as long as no one feels like there's a personal attack, you know, it's like it's sort of like sports is meant to be a place where everybody can escape from politics or escape from life or just have fun. Like sports is supposed to be fun. So, OK, talking smack is fun. My friends and I talk smack all the time about right. our different teams and whatnot. So I kind of take that approach. I'd probably say something worse to them than I would to in, a, in an actual video. Right. Uh, but most people, I think, have responded. They think it's funny. They're like. They're like, hey, I'm the, I'm the biggest Alabama fan in the world, and your video is hilarious. Because if there's like a hint of, it's like a hint of truth to it, but also I've exaggerated the truth, and we know it's an exaggeration, and we know that it's it's meant to be um, sarcastic or you know whatever. I don't want it to be super polarizing. I don't want people to you know to feel bad after they watch the video. I right. want them to watch it and be like, it might be like, ooh, that hurt a little bit, but that was funny. That's kind of the approach that I take, and I want people to enjoy it, walk away from it, feeling good, not right. feeling bad. So, it's, but that can be hard though, because yeah. it is, you know, people do get so sort of sensitive yeah. about stuff. Overall, yeah, you just gotta kind of walk that line between like just being mean versus just like cracking a joke and like yeah. being able to just take like take take a funny take a hit, right? Yeah. Take your punches a little bit. Yeah. Well, and you you've also got to work fast because I noticed you had one yeah. for the final four and which yeah. completely cracked me up. Poor Duke on on crutch is falling down. That made me laugh. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty nice. Like what are you even doing here? I know. Go back to your corner. We we beat you up already. <laughs> yeah. They, Tennessee just beat beat them to pieces. I felt almost sorry for them. Uh but yeah, sometimes you gotta be timely. Um and I think that's been a key to some of the successful things I've done is that I do it in a timely manner, right? right. So it's like, this is relevant right now, so let's let's make a video about it. But yeah, sometimes we've got to write one and get it out in a day, you know, and it's like... Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, yeah. I don't know how to be funny on command. Yeah. Well, you know, that's what I, that's what I got went to Emory Henry for, was to become professional. And they taught me how to be the best video production guy, best best video editor there is. So, oh lord, oh wasps. lord, you're about to say you're about to say the name that always comes up in my <laughs> interviews. Are you? I just know it. So, hey Josh, what was your major at Emory and Henry? Oh hey, well I was a mass comm major. That's mass communications, uh, and I had the great Dr. Teresa Keller as uh, my fearless leader and and professor. So one thing that Emory did teach me uh, was really where I got my love for making videos. Like, I started oh, making seriously? videos here. Yeah, yeah. I Because uh, I was a mass comm major, but I didn't know if I was, you know, if I, I kind of thought I'd be more interested in uh, in journalism and writing. And I did. And I actually did some of that after after graduation. I right. worked for some newspapers. But I really fell in love with making videos. And I made videos for our basketball team, Coach Bob Johnson. Oh, nice. And uh, I had a lot of friends play basketball, Paul Russo and some others from, from back in the day. And so I made highlight videos for the team that they used for recruiting. And I loved it. Every chance I got, I was making a video. Ironically, uh, and you can cross-reference this with Dr. Teresa Keller, I did not <laughs> make the best grades in oh. video production classes. Well, that's good you is, said that because I actually have your transcript right here from the registrar's office. Let me just you. push this across the table to you. My, look at that. Oh, look, oh, it's on fire. Oh, who set that on fire? They, oh. Let, oh, hmm. they let me graduate with that GPA? Oh, I didn't geez. know that was... They wouldn't let me do that today, probably, you know. <laughs> it wasn't that bad, I bet. Well, it wasn't that good. 
<laughs> it wasn't that good, <laughs> Monica. Uh, but we sneak, you know, we I snuck out of there, got it done. Good. And uh, I do look back on my time and realize that, man, I learned a lot about video production and how to make a good video. Because I, I ran a video production company for 10 years. Yeah. So yeah. talk about, I mean, when we talked a couple years ago, talk about what you were doing initially. Yeah. I went, I've gone from kind of behind the camera to in front of the camera. And I loved being behind the camera. I loved, again, making videos creating something whether it was uh, i did a lot of wedding videos uh you know yeah. but creatively not like the boring like camera in the back right you know that your uncle joe could do but like a legit really nice wedding video how did you know my uncle joe well what a small world i can't tell you okay all right yeah. go ahead sorry he's involved in some nefarious activity you're not even wrong yeah let's mm-hmm. see no, there we go then i started doing videos for businesses like marketing videos commercials things like that and yeah had a great time doing it but all along my whole my goal was to do was to make films. Yeah, I want to make documentaries. I want to make um, narrative films, short films, feature films, um, right. TV series. I right, mean, and I, I got the itch to act and started kind of scratching that itch as much as I could on the side. Launched uh, just just this past year, kind of a, a brand new production company that that is focused only on making movies, making TV series, and no kidding. All that. So yeah, and, and we're still obviously it takes a lot of money to do those things. So yeah. we're you know a lot of our, our stuff's in development, but I've been able to be you know, part of a couple feature films already. Really, uh, what are yeah, you in? As an actor, I, I just finished back in November. I finished a film called It's All Right Now. Uh, it's a feature film. It's an indie film, small yeah. budget, like fifty thousand dollars budget, very small. Um, but it was uh, a great, it's a great movie. We just just screened it this past weekend in Birmingham, Alabama, and uh, it takes place in the nineteen seventies. It's a coming of age story uh, about a young girl and all the things that she goes through in the seventies, dealing with adult problems, really as yeah. a kid. So it's a drama, uh, but I play the her dad. It's a supporting role. I'm only in a few scenes, but. Uh, really enjoyed oh, it. That's so cool. Yeah, like it had a handlebar mustache. Nice. And uh, like, like sideburns and and comb over hair. And did you look like Billy Bob Thornton? A little bit. Yeah. Oh I mean, man. I, yeah. I had. Uh, I mean, just drinking Miller Lights and smoking cigarettes like crazy. Oh my good. gosh. So it's typecast. Totally. Yeah. yeah absolutely. That's what I do <laughs> normally. Anyway, sitting around the house every yeah. day. Yeah. Um, I can't even imagine you sitting around doing nothing at the house because no, you've got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. All right. So yeah. what's the other? You said you were in two. So I'm I'm getting ready to be in another film. Oh, um, okay. That just that's uh, again in Alabama. Somehow I keep getting down to Alabama. Yeah, that's in a couple of weeks. I'm filming that, so that'll be fun. One of the things I did notice, and things started to change in terms of like sponsorships and there's some seems to be some gear that you have for sale yeah yeah so i'm thinking that you have found a way to monetize this a little bit i have yeah that's a fair question because i have people all the time are like well, how do you make money yeah exactly make you know making comedy videos because you have a family internet. i have a family and they're super cute so they, they are but they like to eat probably i like them they like food they like clothes my wife is now a nurse which is helpful she's an nice. rn at the va and that's exciting and then uh yeah so i have a couple uh, first of all, I, I had uh, when I launched my production company last year, I had an investor come in and and kind of plug some money in that freed me up and mm-hmm. gave me the ability to really like chase after this full time. Oh, nice! So that was a big step for you know very cool that he did that, and it's a big step for for us to be able to have that, and that allowed me to really to kind of see the the growth that I've seen over the past year has been because I had the opportunity to like focus solely on this, and now. We have the ability to say, like, look what we did in the past year. Oh, now, good. if I want, if I need more investors, or if we're looking for more opportunities, they say, oh wow, yeah, okay, you've you've done this, this, and this. You've, you know, we've gained this many followers. We've you know made these relationships and whatnot, nice. so we can go forward. Uh, but currently, yeah, I have two 
partners now, as of now, one is um, a company called Outsider. Um, and they're just, they're like a media agency, and uh, they do a lot of sports, uh, entertainment. They talk a lot about Yellowstone, their series. Like, it's very, like, kind of middle America, um, country music, like a lot of, uh, you know, backyard barbecues, bourbon. Just everything. That's you know, kind of their brand? That's their brand. And then the other one is uh, the 33rd team, which is an NFL media company. And so I just pr- produce NFL content for them. Holy cow. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of huge. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. And am I right that we could buy some gear? We could buy shirts, some of the, some of the shirts that you wear in the videos? Absolutely, yeah. Like not today, Saban and some other stuff? So Okay, so yeah, so those. Okay, so another partner I have is a, a group called Smack Apparel. Oh, and they're, they're we're, we're a perfect fit because... Yeah, because you're smack talking. Yeah, they found my videos and they're like, okay, we need to work together because <laughs> our shirts are literally talking smack about other teams and it's what you do. So yes, smackapparel.com. Yeah, you can go there and get all those, not today, Saban and... Uh, believe the hype about Josh Heupel from Tennessee, and, and not just Tennessee. So they they got all all the schools, NFL. That is so fun. Yeah. Well, how did, I mean, how did you know how to do some of that stuff? Did you have you just had to figure that out as you go? I had to learn as I go. Yeah, and it's, part of it is like, you know, you when you see somebody that starts following you, like on Instagram, right. I, I, that's where most of my followers are. Is I see somebody that follows me, and I think, okay, um, like like outsider, mm-hmm. they started following me. I said, okay, I actually followed them, so it's like I know their brand a little bit. Oh right. So I just sent them a message. And I was like, you want to do something? That was it. And they were like, sure. Next thing you know, I'm on a phone call, and then we're you know, and then we worked out a deal where you know I'm making videos per month, and they're paying me money, and it's it's just a, it's a you know it's a part it's a partner. So. I, you know, I just one of the things that I've enjoyed about talking to like younger entrepreneurs, you guys are so creative about how you're doing stuff. You know, yeah, you, and yeah, you're right. working together. You don't it's not like everybody's in competition with everybody. I mean, you yeah. are to some extent, but you figure out a way to work together and succeed yeah. together. There's a lot of collaboration. That's really the key I think to succeeding in this space, especially social media is collaborating with other people. Yeah. So I've been able to do that. And I've got some some other videos coming out after this interview that are collaborations with other comedians or well-known, you know, Know, social media influencers that will be funny. A guy named Justin Nunley. Okay. Justin Danger Nunley. He does some some <laughs> ridiculous uh, videos. And so something with him. I just did a, um, a video with Ricky Stenhouse Jr. He's a NASCAR Daytona 500 champion. You know where I um, learned that name? One of your videos. One of my videos? Mm-hmm. I want to remind everybody that we're speaking today with Josh Mancuso, Emory and Henry class of 2003, who is a, he is a comedian, he's a filmmaker, he's an actor, he's an influencer, he's wearing our Emory and Henry hat today, so he's going to do a little mm. influencing for Emory and Henry. If you haven't seen him yet, you've got to go find him, he's got a YouTube channel, how can people find you? you got a YouTube channel. Yeah, YouTube channels, right now, the best way is to go to YouTube or Instagram, just type in my name, and it'll come up, and you can just follow me from there. We're working on a new website, so you, at some point, people can go there to nice. kind of learn more, but uh, right now, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, YouTube is the best places to find me. You can watch all my content there. i got a new podcast. My best friend, Drew Bedard, he actually works for Bristol Motor Speedway, Okay, and uh, he's... He's awesome. He, lo- he loves podcasting, so he kind of pushed me into it. Uh, but I'm glad he did because it's a great way for me to kind of tell behind-the-scenes stories about how I make my videos um, and other funny things we come up with, you know. So yeah, uh, we're only on episode three or four, so we've got a ways to go, but it's been it's been cool. I have a weird question about you doing the acting for the videos because, yeah. you know, when you act, you sort of play off of people. <laughs> yeah. But you're talking to yourself. Is that weird? Is that hard, it harder is to do? Yeah, it is weird. Because and, and the acting training I've had is based on uh, responding to the other actor. Yeah. So there's nobody there when yeah. I'm doing my, my videos. And so a lot of times I will say the line before 
mine like th- that the other guy says uh-huh. and say it and then react naturally to that line and try to get it out. Uh, but you, you should be there to see, oh, my gosh, like a lot of times um, I'll do the same line like six or seven times, like a bunch of different ways, you know. I bet. Uh, like, this is my coon dog, Smokey. Wait, no. Yes, my coon dog, Smokey. No, no, no. This is my coon dog, Smokey. Right, just, you know, keep, yeah, you know, going. Yeah, just messing with the Yeah, like just it. trying until I get it the way I want it. And then when I get into editing, I've got some options and I can pick whichever one works best. Do you, you know? do it in front of a mirror? Does that help? I don't. No, I've got my camera set up um, and the lights and everything. And I just, I just look off camera at nobody. <laughs> and just that's hilarious. And just wing it. Yeah. Well, let's talk about some of your other projects because okay. I did find on Facebook. I found this um, sort of a short film that you did, mm. and it was charming and it was touching. And I got to say, I related to it more than I want to admit out loud because yeah. it's about this single girl who just doesn't is awkward and doesn't know how to make friends. Yeah. But. Here's my arcane question about this. Are, are you ready? I'm are ready. You, so, I'm ready. <laughs> so the box, yeah. you know, she draws a face on the box. Yeah. And then that becomes her best friend, the little yep. box. Yep. How many versions of the face on the box did you do before you came up with that little smirky smile? That's, that's, a, that's a great question. And I hope my answer doesn't disappoint you. But one. Shut up. Yeah, one time. I figured you must have gone through like smiley face, uh, sad face. You did one. And one. And it wasn't me. It was uh, Casey Williams, the girl who plays. The, She's she hilarious. She did it. Yeah, she, she was amazing. Uh, she won a Best, a Best Actor Award at the, at the festival that we Oh, did she it. really? Yeah, yeah, she nailed it. Yeah, just one time. And that was a film that, uh, yeah, it was part of the, I guess, 52-hour film festivals in Johnson City. All I did was come in and act. I didn't help with anything else. Oh, really? So all, no, all you were just the, in that I one? was just in it. The, the, what's the 52-hour film festival? They do this all across the country where you have, uh, in our case, 52 hours to make a film. I mean, they give you a... That's all you get? That's all you get. They give you a genre and uh, they give you like an action or a a line of dialogue or a prop or all three that have to be in the film. And you've got literally a weekend, I mean, 52 hours to write it, to shoot it, to edit it and to turn it in. You know, the the final quality isn't that great usually because it's like, I mean, you don't have the time you have normally. Right. It's a a wild ride when you're doing that because it's just, it's like, Go, go, go. Okay, we're going to do one take or two takes, and that's it. You don't get multiple, you know, a lot of takes because we don't have time. That yeah. is really funny. No, yeah. Well, that's a lot of pressure, but I'm, I'm sensing a theme that you like the pressure. Yeah, let's be honest. Most of us creatives are going to wait to the last minute anyways. Yeah. So we might as well just, you know, get get into it. It forces you to to make a film as well. If you're like, a lot, a lot of early filmmakers, they're like, well, I don't know how to start. I want to do, you know, enter a festival like that because... It forces you to make it. Right. Get three or four people together, get a camera, and just it. You, you can't just procrastinate. Do it. Nope. You got to do it. Anybody out there that's looking to make some films, that's your, that's the way to go. Yeah. All right. So we're running toward the end here. So I want to make sure I ask my, my corny question that I always wrap up with, which yeah. is, tell me what from Emory and Henry sort of follows you in your career. I mean, you've already said some of that because you talked about yeah. how much you learned. Yeah, that's a good question. I think you know. I look back on my time at Emory as, as it, it's it's a lot of things. Um, sure, I, I did learn a lot, but also everyone would probably say this: they made a lot of relationships, a lot of friendships that I still have today. And I think that has been super valuable to be able to, to think it's been 20 years since I graduated. Yeah, I don't like that math. And I don't like saying that. I wish I hadn't said that out loud. Now, um, just the experiences that I had here. I was part of Sigma Iota, and keeping up with those guys is always always fun. Uh, I, I don't know if you, I played football. Early on. No, you did I not. I did. My freshman year, I played football. 
Well, listen, I, I didn't play much. I was on the football team. Uh, but I, that's why <laughs> but I, you're on the team. That's why I came here to Emory, was to play, play football. play football? They recruited me. I came here to play football. Yeah, that was the whole, the what, whole thing. What position did you Wide play? Wide receivers. As Monica looks at me like, you don't look like you're big enough to, to hold a football. But, well, I'm yeah. just saying, you you know, you're not the bulky guy that, not, you, yeah. that I often see on the football team. Yeah, no. So I was a wide receiver. And uh, and then my sophomore year, I came back to and, and I was going to get some playing time that year. And I injured my back. Oh. True story. Into my back in uh, in practice, and that was it. Um, and I, I thought about transferring, but I had made so many friends and just wanted to stay. So I, you know, I take those memories and those experiences, and I think about them often for sure. And then obviously, my love of creating and my love of uh, making things, especially through video, that people want to watch. Because there's no greater feeling when I would make those highlight videos for the basketball team and they watched them. Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, man, it's so awesome. It was like, that's the feeling uh, that I yeah, want. Yeah. So now making, you know, content for people, making movies, making uh, comedies, just, I just want people, I want people to experience that laugh yeah. or whatever it is. I mean, it sounds cheesy, uh, but I do. I want, I want them to have that. So if I can make people laugh, it's, it's a good day. And sometimes I underestimate that there's power in that, I guess, uh, because I get messages from people and they're like, I've had the worst week, so I pulled up your videos and started watching them, and, and now like it just it's better. Yeah, and I'm like, really? Yeah. And how cool to be able to make somebody else feel better. Yeah, that's that's helpful. Yeah, I think uh, it's good too when you kind of find out what you think you're maybe you're created for, and it's like I think I'm here to make people laugh. So, that's fantastic. No, I really wanted us to end by smack talk, but I don't know how to smack talk without like going off the rails. Yeah, we I guess we should stay within the rails here on the radio station. Here at uh, 90.7 FM, WEHC. <laughs> yeah, usually we start with uh, taking something about the school that is quirky, uh-huh. right? right? Like we go with Alabama, okay, they're the Crimson Tide, but right. their mascot's an elephant. Right, makes you no know. sense. Yeah, so what's up, you know, like, what's up with their elephant? Why, why do you have an elephant? And, yeah. then, and then they go into something, they're like, well, I'll tell you, there's a true story, and then I just go, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about your story. <laughs> but nobody cares about your story. Although I like to say that in Alabama, they like to Tuscaloosa a lot. Tuscaloosers. Unfortunately, it's not true because they win a lot. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, except for this year when Tennessee took them to the woodshed in See? Knoxville. Are, are you allowed to say if you're a fan of somebody? Yeah. And, yeah. It, it, it took a while before people kind of found out who I liked and before I came out yeah. as a Tennessee fan. Uh, <laughs> but I am, in fact, a Tennessee fan. Uh, grew up in Tennessee love the Vols, uh, but also have a healthy respect for all of college football. So, like, I would have no problem putting on that Auburn shirt and yeah. doing an Auburn skit. Like, you know, right. I do wince a little bit when I put on the Alabama shirt. But, yeah, I just love just love football. Looking forward to a good summer and fall. I think we could have a big year. That's true. What do you stuff. do in the summertime when there's not sports going on? So what are you going to – what do you pick We're on? about to find out. Golf? I guess, some golf, yeah. I got some golf skits coming out, and mm-hmm. some uh, maybe some baseball. Kid, oh, don't tell anybody. I forgot about baseball. Everybody f- does forget about baseball because it's kind of boring. Yeah, I, I, you know, a certain baseball coach's wife used to say it was like watching paint dry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'll probably do some non-sports stuff as okay. well. I've been doing some country music. Oh, that'll be fun. Country music lyrics and how they were written. But I'm doing them with outsiders, so they they like that. So we'll just see. All right, Josh Mancuso, Emory Henry class of 2003, and blowing up the comedy world right now. We are so honored that you came into the WEHC studios today. Thank you. Oh, I'm honored to be here. Thank you so much. And it's been, it's been a blessing. You're awesome, Monica. Thank well, you. you're awesome. And when you decide to do some smack talking to Emory and Henry, call me. We won't even smack talk another school. We'll just, we'll just
just make fun of ourselves. Because, you know, we can do that. Absolutely. All the things that we know. Right. Like, what's your most treasured part of campus? A duck pond. A duck pond. Wow. Where there's a lot of poop on the ground and stuff. Yes. We love that. Yeah. Duck duck poops. And where's your favorite place to go have a date? In the cemetery. Because, (laughs) you know, your love life is dead, evidently. So, you know. It's most fun when you make fun of yourselves. (laughs) Exactly Go wasp, baby. I love it. All right. Josh Van Kieso, thank you so much. And thanks, everyone, for listening today to the Duck Pond Wall. We hope you'll stay tuned to WEHC-FM 90.7, WISE-FM-WISE, because we are, in fact, the voice of Southwest Virginia.